listening to the Daily Climb Podcast, where we explore personal growth, mindset, and productivity strategies to help you pursue your passions. My name is Ariel, and I'm so passionate about helping young adults actually feel excited to wake up in the morning and to create the life of their dreams. So I want you to make sure that you tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for tips and inspiration so that you can climb. I can't wait to see how you grow. Have you ever felt like everyone else had it all together except for you? Like all these people are just so confident and that they're just so ready to tackle their goals and it feels like, oh my gosh, like where can I get get what they have? Like whatever it is, like how where can I get that, right? Have you ever felt that way? And you know, something I want to say about this is that looks can be deceiving, right? Because I remember when I was a senior in high school, I had grad- um, I was graduating a year early. And so many people kept coming up to me saying, oh, you must be so proud of yourself. Oh, you must be so excited, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And in reality, I was extremely sad my senior year of high school because I felt like I had no friends. And, you know, not to go into this um, super in-depth, but I went to a small private school. So everyone knew each other. So even I was still saw the people from my old grade. It's just that I wasn't in classes with them. And, you know, it's almost like I was forgotten about. <laughs> but looks can really be deceiving. Everyone thought I was so excited and happy and whatever. Meanwhile, I was just like, man, like I'm sad. And so the reason why I'm bringing this up is because number one, looks can be deceiving. And, you know, while it might look like someone has everything all together, that definitely may not be the case, right? And second of all, I want you to know that even if you feel like you don't have it together, or even if you feel like you may have failed in the past, or you feel like, hmm, like it's not possible for you to achieve XYZ or achieve the amount of success that someone else has, I want you to know that number one, you are capable. Number two, it is possible to start believing in yourself. And number three, that you can increase your confidence so that you will feel confident confident enough to pursue your goals and confident enough that you can achieve the level of success that you want in your life or achieve the vision that you created for your life and um, that all those things are possible for you. So... On that note, today we are going to dive into seven different ways that you can believe in yourself again. And obviously you don't have to use all these seven different tips. You can pick the ones that you want and leave the ones you don't want. Or if you have some other ones that you feel like would be helpful, absolutely feel free to like, um, well, you can't comment on podcast apps, but you can comment on um, on the Instagram for the podcast at the Daily Climb Podcast. And you can throw it on there, send me a message on there, and let me know if there's something else that has helped you believe in yourself again that I didn't mention. And I would love to share that on my story and um, you know help other people as well. But without further ado, let's dive into these tips, okay? So first and foremost, surrounding yourself with positivity. Now, I feel like this is something that I mentioned in many different episodes, but it's so like it's so applicable to so many different areas of our lives because energy is contagious. If you surround yourself with people who are positive and who are working on your goals, then it's going to encourage you to do the same, right? Because you're going to you're going to be able to feed off of their positive energy. You're going to be able to have your own positive energy. You're going to be like, "Man, like they're they're just so excited to work on themselves and build their, I don't know, build whatever it is that they're going for. And you're just going to make you want to do the same. Whereas like, I don't know if you've ever been um, with a friend or anyone in your life really who 
is just toxic or negative to be around and they just always seem to be like a Debbie Downer. They see the glasses half empty all the time and it's kind of just like annoying to be near those people because it's like, oh my goodness, like you're like, it's like their energy ends up becoming your energy, even though you don't want it to be, just because that's the environment that you're around. So it's so true when they say that surrounding yourself with positivity can help you, um, you know, just increase your own positivity. So that's the first tip. The next one, now this is going to sound a little different than what we're used to, but my next tip is to focus on your strengths instead of weaknesses. Now, we typically think that we should focus on building our weaknesses so that we could be well-rounded individuals, right? Like, we literally are raised in a society that tells us that because, you know, obviously, like, when we're in school, let's say that you're really good in math, right, but science you struggle in, then obviously, you're going to feel like you should put more time towards studying for science so you can improve that grade since math is already your strong suit. That just makes sense, right? Um, And then we take that into college applications, for instance. You know, we hear so much about how they want to see well-rounded individuals. And so we try to make sure that we are, you know, involved in different things and that we can make ourselves look well-rounded. Now, uh, okay, the direction I'm not going in, uh, the direction I'm going with this is not to tell you that that is not how you should do things, right? Because obviously that logic makes sense. However, Something that I've noticed is that when people feel down about themselves and, um, you know, especially when I volunteer for the crisis center and how people will say that they feel like they're a failure and people will say that like, oh, I'm just, I just suck at this and blah, blah, blah. Like they focus so much on their weaknesses and focus so much on how they've tried to improve their weaknesses, but just haven't. And that's why I'm bringing up this tip, because if you focus on your strengths instead of your weaknesses, like... Sometimes we're just not at, like, for for me, for example, like, I'm not that much of an artistic person. Like, I feel like I suck when it comes to, like, drawing, when it comes to artwork. I just feel like I can color in the lines of a coloring book, but drawing my own, like, stuff, I, I suck at it. That's something that I'm weak at. And if I were to keep trying to improve that, yeah, maybe I might get a little bit better, but I'm not going to be anywhere near, you know, all these famous artist, right? And so I can make myself feel down like, oh, I just wish that I could be better at this. Or I can hone in on the things that I'm already good at, right? On the different skills that I could do. So I might not be able to do art well, but I can absolutely sing well. I can, um, right now I'm crocheting a blanket. I started picking up that hobby again. (laughs) And so I can absolutely crochet a nice blanket. And so I think when it comes to you know, the different skill sets that we have, especially, you know, once we are at that college level or graduated college, um, maybe we even have like some kids or something like that, or you're married. Um, I feel like once you get to that area of your life and you're really thinking about where you want to go with your life, you're thinking about the direction of life you want to go in. Once we're in that stage of life, I feel like we can start looking at our skills in a different way. Think about what where your strengths are and think about how you can hone in on your strength, strengths and how that may apply to the vision you have for your life, to your job or your career um, and different things like that. So um, especially because like once you master those skills, obviously your confidence is going to increase in your abilities because you've mastered a skill like um so I just think that there's so many um pros to doing that so that's the second tip next having realistic goals now (laughs) I know I've spoken about goals so many times but setting goals that are attainable within a given time frame is super duper important to help you believe in yourself again because think about how many times you set a goal that was unrealistic like 
for me, I know I've set so set goals so many times having to do with weight loss and wanting to lose like, oh, I want to lose like 50 pounds in one month. Like that's not realistic at all. Or maybe like maybe you're someone who does have a business and maybe a goal of yours was to hit $10,000 a month three months into your business, like, and you've never done a business before. Maybe, um, like, unless you're super lucky, like, usually it takes a little bit more work than three months to really get some traction in your business, right? And so sometimes we set unrealistic goals for ourselves. And so because we have unrealistic goals, when we don't achieve them, we feel down on ourselves. Like, we put ourselves down. We feel like, man, I didn't accomplish this goal. Um, what am I doing wrong? And we start to, like, have that negative self-talk, which I'm actually going to get to in a little bit. And, um, you know, obviously those goals stem from a big vision. It's great that you have a great vision for yourself and that you want to achieve those things. But if you just make a tweak to the time frame, then that can be um, a way that can help you feel like you can believe in yourself again. Because let's say, for instance, going back to, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds in one month. Maybe it'll be like, okay, I want to lose 50 pounds in, I don't know, six months or something that's a little bit more reasonable. And then you could break that goal down into smaller chunks. Like each month, maybe you want to focus on five to 10 pounds or something like that. And so as each month comes along and you're able to do those little milestones, you can celebrate those small wins along the way and feel like you're making progress as opposed to, oh, I didn't lose 50 pounds in in one month. I'm just, I'm a failure. And you know, like that's obviously going to ruin your belief in yourself because, um, you know, you had a goal for yourself that you didn't achieve. So that's that tip. Next, overcoming your limiting beliefs. Now, limiting beliefs is probably something that I want to talk about more in the next couple of months on my podcast, because your limiting beliefs, like those, if you haven't heard of that term before, it's basically the things that you believe about yourself that can hold you back from taking action, right? And we all have limiting beliefs in one area or another, and some of us don't even realize it. And identifying and overcoming your limiting beliefs can be a huge game changer for your mindset and your belief in yourself overall. Because for instance, many times like I'll be talking with people and when you like, when you kind of ask questions, this is why I love journaling so much, because when you keep writing and you keep getting deeper into the thoughts that you have and into your subconscious um, mindset or your subconscious thoughts, you're able to kind of uncover the real reason behind something, the real reason behind why you think a certain way. Like for instance, let's say that you, I don't know, you feel like you, um, like you cannot, I don't know, um, you feel like you can't, okay, I'm struggling to come up with an example, (laughs) but I'm sure you kind of get the gist of what I'm talking about. Like you, we all have some type of limiting belief that can hold us back. And sometimes, you know, your limiting belief can be about money. It could be about careers. It could be about family. It could be about love. It could be about anything realistically. And our limiting beliefs can stem from, you know, things that we've experienced in our childhood or just an experience we had um, even as we were older, maybe an interaction with someone that was maybe not so positive and different things like that. So that's that tip. Next, improving your self-talk. Now, there's this quote that I like from... Uh, someone named Shad Helmstetter, I think that's how you say his name. And his quote is, the brain simply believes what you tell it most and what you tell it about you, it will create. It has no choice. If you tell yourself that you cannot, what can the only outcome be? 
Now, I love this quote because it really shows the importance of what it, what you tell yourself. Because self-talk is basically the internal conversation that you have with yourself, right? Your self-talk can be positive or it could be negative. It could be encouraging or discouraging. And the thing about self-talk is that What we tell ourselves doesn't have to be true in order for our brain to believe it. And that's why affirmations are such a powerful tool to help increase your positive self-talk and to help you reframe your mindset. And actually, if you have not grabbed the Abundance Affirmations Guide that I have for you, it's completely free. And it's just a guide of um, a way to help you create affirmations that that are meaningful to you because obviously we could go on Pinterest and look up affirmations and we'll see so many cool sayings or whatever, but it's a lot more powerful when the affirmation pertains to you and something that you need to reframe your mindset about. So, um, so yeah, that's what I have for improving your self-talk because, you know, the conversation that you have with yourself, the things you tell yourself, your, your brain creates that reality for you. So if you tell yourself that you are just never going to pay off your debt, then every time uh, an unexpected expense comes off, comes about, things that are just natural in life, like maybe, I don't know, maybe you weren't expecting to see an oil change so soon, or maybe a flat tire, or whatever the case may be, every time something like that happens, you're going to be like, oh, I knew I was never going to be able to pay off my debt on time, or whatever, or like anything like that. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> You guys, I am so excited to be partnering with Ana Luisa. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A. If you know me, you know that I love my jewelry, but I also have super sensitive skin, so I'm extremely picky with the pieces that I wear. Ana Luisa is a company that crafts high-quality jewelry at an affordable price starting at $39, and they are having a buy one, get one 40% off sale for Mother's Day. And when I got my package, I was super surprised to learn that they were carbon neutral. And I obviously figured that out because of the packaging. And I loved the packaging. I got this beautiful um, turquoise color and I'm just in love with it. And Ana Luisa would really be a perfect gift for any special woman in your life, whether they're a mother or someone that you just want to bless with a nice piece of jewelry. And they have new collections that are released every Friday. So there's a little something for everyone. Personally, I got two necklaces, but I know that I'm going to be ordering some rings because I really been wanting to get into wearing rings. <laughs> so if you want to check out their pieces, you can use my link so that they know exactly who sent you. The link is in the description and I hope you have a great time shopping. The next tip that I have for you is to celebrate your wins. We live in a world where we feel like only the big events need to be celebrated or that the big events could be celebrated, whether that's graduation, a promotion at your job, getting a new house, getting married, getting a new car. Like we celebrate all these big things, right? But the small wins in our lives, like finishing a paper for school or walking our dog longer than usual or getting up and going to the gym. Um, when in the past, we've felt so scared of going to the gym. Even small things like that should be celebrated too. You know, waking up early for work, starting your morning routine um, up again, journaling, you know, different things like changes that we make in our lives that are, are for the better and different things that we are like happy about. Like we can celebrate those things. And it's just as important to celebrate those because if we don't, then it creates this internal culture that we have to do something extravagant in order to be proud of ourselves when that's not the case. 
you are able to feel proud of yourself without doing something big and mighty. And this is actually something that I've realized for myself in the last couple of weeks because I kept saying, I was like, man, I feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like I'm not doing enough. And, you know, I had someone tell me like, hey, Arielle, you're doing a lot. Like you have a blog, you have a podcast. And even though I don't feel like I'm doing a lot with that, I am. And just because I haven't maybe, um, I don't know, maybe I haven't had like thousands of people reach out to me like, oh my gosh, your podcast is helping me so much. It doesn't mean that it's not helping the people who are listening. You know what I mean? And so we feel like it has to be extravagant and grand all the time in order to feel proud of ourselves when that's not the case at all. So that's that tip. And then my last tip for you is having a clear vision. And having a clear vision for your life will help not like, I know I've spoken about this, so I'm not going to go in depth, but it will help you know what your end goal is and the things that you want to prioritize. And knowing what your focus is can help you believe in yourself because it's not as if you're walking around aimlessly, right? Like a chicken with their head cut off. You have a clear direction of where you want to go. And when you're able to have that clear direction, then it can help you believe in yourself because you know exactly what your aim is, what your target is. And so that's not so it's not like you're just like, oh, like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing or I don't know what decision to make, blah, 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 which obviously will make it hard to believe in yourself if you don't have that clear vision. So that is the last tip that I have for you. And I just want to remind you that you are so, so capable of believing in yourself again. And those ideas that I shared with you are just like a starting point. Like you are more than capable and I'm really proud of you and I'm rooting for you. And, you know, I just want you to know that you have someone in your corner who wants you to succeed. Okay. Because we live in a world where many people are not like that. Many people feel like one person's success means less success for them when that's not the case at all. And so I really, really want you to know that this podcast, this um, atmosphere, this platform I'm creating uh, all by Instagram, by podcast, whatever, wherever you find me at, that is the culture that I am all about. Okay. You are accepted. You are loved. And I am so, so proud of you. So... I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope that you are able to take away even just one of these tips and make a tweak in your life that can help you start believing in yourself again, okay? So I hope you have a wonderful day and I will see you uh, next time. Wait, before you exit out of today's episode, would you do me a huge favor and leave a review on Apple or Spotify? It would mean the world to me to see that you're loving this podcast and the episodes that I'm putting out there. And once you're done with that, take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your Instagram story or text it to a friend so that others can tune in and discover this podcast too. If you're not already connected with me over on Instagram, I encourage you to follow the Daily Crime Podcast to stay up to date on everything going on. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode of the Daily Crime Podcast. Thank you.